words. Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're on the very bottom line, really the last word on the second to last line of Dalit Amad Aleph. And as you scan over the next blot and a half, you'll see that we have some ground to cover. We'll be stopping about three-fourths of the way down on Hayamud Bays at the two dots. And let's jump right in. Uh, we had spoken about a case of uh, Plimo, this shita of defining stira. What is considered the amount of time when a woman is alone with a man after she's been warned, where it puts her into the category of sota? And we saw a bunch of shitas at the top of the page and a, a seemingly conflicting brisa toward the middle of the page. And now we are still analyzing that. Plimo had said, Omer, kikar. The amount of time it takes to remove a bre move bread from the basket. Was it something that was difficult to remove or not difficult to remove? Was it atika? Was it with new bread or was it with old bread? Newer bread, uh, new, newer basket, excuse me. Was it a newer basket or an older basket? Well, the newer baskets, they still have splinters on them. You have to be a little bit more delicate. Was the bread hot or was the bread cold? Turning to the top of Daladam at base. Was it... Um, was it wheat bread or was it barley bread? Rashi, top of the page. Top of Daladam Top line. So, yeah. Rashi here says, When you make bread out of wheat flour, the bread is more, uh, is more, is more smooth. Or was it a softer bread or was it a firmer bread? Take you to all of these questions. Again, we're trying to figure out the parameters by when we assume the sestira. We don't really know the details. All of these differences of opinion that we see in the in the ver multiple brises that are on Dalit and Madalif in regards to what stira is and how we should measure it, it's all based on their own personal experience with what means. How long does it take for this minimal penetration to take place? That's the definition of stira. As we pointed out yesterday, there is no ritsui factored in. It's not a question of is she interested or is she not? It's conceptual in regards to how long it takes for a person to bring about a scenario of ha'ara. Says the Gemara, this is everyone is measuring from their own experience. That's a problem. Because what was one of the names that we saw? We know that Ben Azai never married. So how could it be that Ben Azai is telling us that he had this assumption of what ha'ara uh, is? He was never married. Says the Gemara, first of all, really he was married, but he got divorced. He, never, he wasn't his own shita that he was quoting, but rather the shita of his Rebbe. This is a lofty level where Kodesh Baruch Hu gifts uh, the tzaddikim, they give the righteous people extra knowledge. So the secrets are given to those who fear Kodesh Baruch Fine. Ravavira was the one who said it. We just don't know if it was from Ravami or Ravasi. Oh my gosh, what a strong comparison. A person who eats bread without natil asyadaim, it's as if they were intimate with an isha zona, which is, a, again, very sharp. We see in the Pasuk that the woman is referenced in isha zona and a kikar lechem. Oh my Rava, that's really not the way the Pasuk should read. We are about 10 lines down on Dalad Amid Beis. Hi, the way the Pasuk is written now is ba'ad isha zona ad kikar lechem. But according to the way you wanted to understand it, the Pasuk should have been reversed. Ba'ad kikar lechem ad isha zona. That should have been written the other way if that's what you wanted to learn. That's what should have been said. You're right. The right way to understand this Pasuk is anyone who is mezana with an isha zona, anyone who sleeps with a woman who's an isha zona, soon he will be bimavakesh kikar lechem. He'll have to seek out bread. Anyone who belittles 
the mitzvah of Natilas Yadaim, they are removed from the world. This is true. When a person washes Natilas Yadaim, their hand should be up like this, pointing upwards. So you fill up the cup in your right hand, all the way to the top. I just complimented my son Yaakov on this on Shabbos because I like I don't know why. Like I have no patience to fill up the cup. I have a lot of patience in other places. For some reason, filling up the cup, I have no patience. I remove the aerators on all of my faucets. I, I don't know what's wrong with me. Yaakov, my son, patient as a I know, that's true. Yaakov, my son, is sitting there patiently on Shabbos, waiting for all the water to go to the top. I, I complimented him. I said, Yaakov, you have so much patience. He's like, the Mepharshim say you get rich when the cup fills up. I'm like, okay, I see you have a, I see you have a, you're planning for your financial future. I, I respect that. And then he made fun of me. He's like, you don't seem the type to not have patience. That's, that's, that's a side din. But over here, what we're saying is that your hands have to be pointed up. We're going to learn why in a moment. When you wash the Tila from Ayam your fingers are pointed up. One, two, and preferably ad perikazareh to the wrist. Switch hands. One, two fingers pointing up. But by Mayamachronim, our fingers are pointed downward so the water drips off. Why is this true? The Gemara says third of the way down. Tanya Namihalchi, the Bryce supports this idea. Notal Yodav, when one washes their hands. Why do his hands have to be pointed up? Maybe water will go past the wrist. And then if your hands are pointing downward, Remember, the Ntilas Yadayim is to remove Tuma. Before bread, hold on one second. Before bread, it's for Tuma. So let's say my hands are pointed down and I'm I'm pouring and uh, some of the water goes up here and what comes back down. Well, that, that's not going to be washed twice and therefore it's tummy. So therefore, when we wash Ntilas Yadayim, our hands are up like this and we dry our hands like this also up so that the water doesn't drip back down from our wrists. But when it comes to my machon and we have no such concern. So you don't do like one, one, one. For sure not. No, we're t- this is Ntilas Yadayim by bread. Right. That's what I mean. That's what one, I mean. two. One, two, by bread. Or there are three shitas. If you're a Yemenite, it's one. That's it. And then one on the other one. If you're like the rest of us, one, two, hands up to the wrist. One, two. And if you are Yekish, then it's one, two, three, or Sephardim. One, two, three. I don't know. And then the Sephardim are like, they have a whole religion that we're just unfortunately not a part of, which is sad because they probably have it right and we probably have it wrong. But the Gemara does say over here that that's the din, is that we should make sure our hands are pointed upward. Uh, halfway down. Not only washing. Anybody who eats bread without drying their hands, it's as if they're eating bread that's tame. And prior to this in the Psukim, in, I think it's in Yechezkel, let me just double check. Yeah, the Psukim was talking about dirty bread. So the post game asked this Shiloh, wow, how, how far after the washing are you allowed to make the bracha of Al-Natilas Yodayim? So I think if someone's Zaman writes, it's that as long as your hands are, are in the process of being dried, you're still allowed to make the bracha. That's the niguv's part of the rechitza. The drying is part of the process. You're not, just tonight, my daughter was about to eat a piece of bread and I'm like, you have to dry your hands. <laughs> in today's daf, this is not the day to mess it up. You have to dry your hands. And my kids are like, why is everything always in today's daf? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. It just happens that way. And you should just know my daughter hasn't eaten bread in years. Mom, she doesn't eat bread. So my son said, I'll give you 30 bucks if you eat a piece of bread. She's like, no problem. So my daughter washes it. And she's like, how do you do this? I'm like, okay. She never, mom, she never eats bread. I'm like, ah, today's daf. Dry your hands. That's what the Gemara says. Now we saw one pasuk. What's the rest of the pasuk? Kumai ve'eshes ish nefesh yikara tatsud. That if there's an eshes ish, the nefesh yikara tatsud, then the precious soul seemingly will be trapped. Am rebchia baraba, am rebyochanan kol adam sheish bogasus haruach. Anyone who has gaiva, levesof nechshal ve'eshes ish. 
Anyone who is a Baal Gaiba, they are going down the path and soon they will violate the Yisra of Eishas Ish. And Amar, quoting our Pasuk, Eishas Ish Nefesh Shikara Titzot. An Eishas Ish will trap a Nefesh Shikara. Here it seems from the context that a Nefesh Shikara is a Baal Gaiba, which is a little bit of an odd presentation. Amar Rava, hi Nefesh Shikara? You're calling someone who's a Baal Gaiba Nefesh Shikara? That means precious. It should say Nefesh Gavoa Mi Baile. The Pasuk is wrong. The Odin, furthermore, hi Titzot Mi Baile. The language in the Pasuk, the, the, the grammar isn't correct either because it seems to be that it's her that's trapping titzod she which seemingly is not what was intended but rather his gaiva lama rava last of the short lines two-thirds of the way down if a person it has violated the isra of eshes ish even if they're learned and in regards to Torah, what do we know? Yikara he mipeninim. The learning Torah is more precious than pearls. Even mikoin gadol shenichnas lefnai velefnim. What we are doing right now, sitting and learning Torah on a Monday night, is more chashuv than the coin gadol being nichnas lefnai velefnim. We learn Maseches Yoma. We try to figure out every single footstep of the coin gadol. Were the curtains this way? Was it one wall? Was it two walls? We debated and debated and debated, and it doesn't hold a candle to what we're doing, which is simply sitting and learning, which is a givaldic reminder. Sometimes in the hum, we forget how givaldic it is. And Baruch Hashem, it's greater than the coin. And even if that's true, even if it's true, if a person is lomad lifnai v'lifnim, they're at their kilu lifnai v'lifnim, but you you are you are mezana with an eshesish. So then he sits to dinner the dinner shel gehenna. You can be the biggest tzaddik you want. Eshesish is a big deal, and you will be called to din in gehenna. Amar of Yochanan, two lines into the wide lines, Mishrim of Shem Ben Yochai, Kolam Shish Bogas Israel, Ovid of Oros Kochavim, well known Gemara, that a person who is haughty, it is as if they worshiped other idols. Ksib Hacha, in our case, it says, Tuabas Hashem called Gubale, that it's abominable for a person to have a lofty heart. And we'll see Hassam, and elsewhere it says, Both to be Toev El Besecha, referring to Avodazar, so Toev in both cases, Toev by Gasis Ruch, Toev by Avodas Kochavim. Rabbi Yochanan Didei, he himself was of the opinion, because it said over here that Rabbi Yochanan was quoting Rabbi Shem Ben Yochai. Now, Rabbi Yochanan Didei, what did he say? Amar Kilu Kafar Beikar. Person is going to be Gasus Ruach, it's uh, it's a Gilui Milsa that you really don't believe in a Kodesh Baruch When a person has a, has a lofty heart, when they think it's too much of themselves, then they forget a Kodesh Baruch Hu. After all, who is in charge? When a person is Gasus Ruach, it's as if they were intimate with all of the Arayos. That it's abominable to be to have a lofty heart. When a person is uh, has a uh, has a, a if they have, if they're haughty if they have a haughty of the heart, it's as if they've slept with all of the the Arayos. It's as if you built an, an inappropriate uh, mizbeach. Where do we see this from? Is going to be a play on words. So let's look back in the pasuk. If you have a person, he's considered like a bama. That was what Ula was trying to say. What about the rest of that pasuk? My yad yad from hand to hand, you will not be cleansed. and these next words need to change too. Because we're not talking about Eishas Ish right now. Anyone who has Gasus even if you uh, proclaim out loud that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is the one who created Shemaim Varz like Avram did, about Avram and said, Harimosi. Yodi el Hashem el Elyon konesh shamayim v'aretz. Even if you are that person, you're a bal guy. But don't worry. I know Kadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. Don't worry. Still, you are lo yinakem idina shel gehen. The Gemara says that the language is not right. Four lines from the bottom. Kashil hula debeir shila. What's wrong? It shouldn't be high yad liyad lo yinakem. It should be yadi. If you're quoting from Avraham of Harimosi yadi, and you're saying that's pshat in our pasuk of yad liyad, it should have said yad liyadi. 
And that's not what it says. Ella, therefore, Amre Debe Rabshila, Afilu Kibel Torah Kemosha Rabbeinu. This is unbelievable. If you're a Baal Gaiva, if we are Baal Gaiva, even if we receive the Torah with the same clarity that Moshe Rabbeinu did, doesn't matter. And even there, you're going to be, you're going to have a din of Gehenim. By Moshe, it says, Mimi no Eshtaslamo, pure fire. Still, lo yinake me dinu shal Gehenim. You are going to be held accountable in the next world. Kashele the Rabbi Yochanan, he had a problem with the language here. It says, Mimi no Eshtaslamo. It should, we said, Hai Yad the Yad, but really Yad mi Yad, because he received it from a Kodesh Baruch Hu Therefore, El Amar of Yochanan, top of Hamad Aleph, Afibu Oset, Tzedakah Beseser, which is one of the highest levels of giving tzedakah, even if a person gives tzedakah beseser, nobody knows who gave, nobody knows who received. Famous Rambam with all the various levels of tzedakah. Doesn't matter, that a person who gives in private, they are able to quell anger. Still, if there's you are in big trouble. So we have to make sure we have to do our very best to be like the earth, which we're going to see a reference to in a minute, and something that we say in Shmon Esrei all the time in the last paragraph of Shmon Esrei. Let's continue. You know it's not a good idea, but where is there a formal warning in the Torah? All of these are references. And like, where's the proper Marim Makom? We know there's a bunch of Marim Makom that reference the idea. Different Mashalim. All the different things that we saw. But the Maisa, what's the primary source for this Isser of Gasu Saruach? Amarava Amarzi'iri, Shimu Bazinu Al-Tigbo. You should not have a, uh, you should not be haughty. Both are the same idea. And what do we see over here? Pen tishkach. And therefore, if we see pen tishkach, pen is always a low sase. So seemingly from the Gemara. Uh, yeah, double. What's the third one? I don't know what it's two. I'm saying that one possible. Ishamer, pen, and al. Right. That possible two of I, I only noticed the pen. That's so yeah. funny. Thank wow. you. What's the third one? Is a is the third one reference? Let's just no. make sure we're being thorough. No, um, it doesn't have to be all three. It's, it's usually one. one. Here's actually a two. Yeah, I was looking at the rest of the psukim to see if we if there was also. Uh, mm -hmm. Um, okay, thank you for picking that up. I missed that. And the Gemara there says, therefore, this is a losa say. Uh, is that really, is this counted by the Monea Mitzvah as a losa say? I have no idea. Uh, even, even though I don't know the answer to that, I, I think we still do know that. Uh, by, this is like a focus for me in the morning when we say, that, like the difference between us and like a pastrami, it's very small. <laughs> it's a little bit, uh, it's a little. But it's a little jarring. Yeah. Meanwhile, we the, the Hashivas we give Romanian pastrami is more than we give ourselves, I presume. So that's what the Gemara says uh, is that it's a uh, it's a low sase. Second time we've seen this, Rav Avira must have learned under both Ravami and Ravasi. What did he say? Anyone who is Gasas Ruch, they're, they're haughty of the heart. In due time, they will be lowered. Uh, Romo me'ati will be lowered. B'shem atomer yeshno ba'olam. Ah, is he going to still have a place in the world if he's a Balgaiva? No, tamalomer ve'einenu. Yim chazar, but what if he does tshuva? Nesa bizmano ke'avram avinu. He will be, he'll be able to have a long life, just like avram avinu did. Shenemar ve'humchu, when he lowers himself, then k'chol yikpetsun. K'chol means 
like all, and we know right? The language of Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov. So therefore, you can do tshuva. If you don't do tshuva, that you're going to be like the withering tip of a uh, of a grain of wheat. What's the head of the shibolas? One is talking about if you can picture the top of uh, of a stalk of grain. There's like these small little thing is like protruding from the side on a slight angle on each side. That's what we're talking about here, the little bristles. No, it's just the whole sheath of the grain. I understand the first approach that says we're talking about the little bristles at the top of the grain. That's found at the top of the shibolas. But if you're talking about the whole stalk itself, we don't cut the stalk at the top. We usually cut it at the bottom. The roshibolas is not where the cutting is done. The cutting is done closer to the ground and not by the end of the grain. That if there uh, is a field that's filled with grain and there's some grain that's four feet tall and some grain that's two feet tall, we cut the tops of the four foot grain first. We even it out and then we go back and we are going to continue cutting. And therefore, both of the shitas are acceptable. The Pasuk says a third of the way down at the two dots, that person who, who is depressed and lowly. Uh, one is that a Kodesh Baruch who brings the depressed per- what? Depressed? Daka literally means crushed or depressed. In modern day Hebrew, dikaon is depression. That is means yeah, lowly. It means lowly people. It means, uh, yeah, people who are crushed is probably better. It's a bad thing. You also uh, also to be depressed. Uh, half our country is depressed. <laughs> so, so. I, I just spoke this week. We're doing a big project in May for the OU. Just spoke with uh, Dr. Norman Blumenthal from OHEL. I was talking to him and two other, one or two other people in his office. I said, what is the biggest clinical issues you guys are seeing as clinicians in the world? Two things. They both nodded in full agreement. I'm, a, I'm an Amaharat here. Anxiety is everywhere and hopelessness. In our culture, those are one and two, and they're inextricably, almost always inextricably bound. Not always. You can be hopeless and not feeling anxious about it. But Rubo Kakulo, a lot of them are. I asked them, I'm like, are these connected? They're like, not always, but often they are. So we're going to do a program partnership with them where we're focusing on anxiety with Norman Blumenthal. It's going to be, oh, these are our problems in our generation. Anxiety medications are through the roof and we need it, apparently. Okay. Anyways, this lowly person, Machlokes, Chad Amar Iti Daka, Kodesh Baruch Hu says, the person who's crushed is going to be brought up to me. V'chad Amar Ani Es Daka. That's a little bit of a hard language here, but what it means is that a Kodesh Baruch Hu goes down to the poor person. So which one is it? Does the does the Kodesh Baruch Hu bring the poor person up to him, or does Hashem go down to greet the poor the person who is crushed? When we that a Kodesh Baruch Hu goes to that person. What's the precedent for this? When it came to Kabbalah Satora, there were many mountains that were larger. We didn't uh, look at all the big mountains that we know about today that people are trying to scale all the time. But Lemaisa, the, the Torah was given on a shuffle. Torah can only be given on a shuffle. That's a mashal for us as well. If we want to be able to be to absorb Torah, we have to have a certain humility and recognize that we don't know everything. So that's what the Gemara says. Rav Yosef, we really should learn from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. That a Kodesh Baruch Hu would put his Shechina on a small mountain. We don't always have to be in the most fancy of, of environments. We can be more simple. And we'll, this time we'll read the parentheses. He picked a bush in order to show the nace that uh, the bush is burning. So all of these nisim happen with smaller things. And that's learning from a Kodesh Baruch Hu, that we can have relatively normal homes. Not everything has to be so simple. I know someone in the community, fantastically wealthy individual, and uh, the shirts are, are coming off at the edge. The car is from the late 90s. 
It's just a pashriyid. It's a it's beautiful. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. Very nice. Okay. That's what the Gemara says is that we need to make sure that uh, we are like a Kodesh Baruch Hu and that we're able to uh, bring ourselves to those who are in a lower place. A person who is a Balgai, but they should be cut down like an Asherah, like an Avodah tree. Both of them are the same. Those people who think so highly of themselves and the Asherah tree, they're equivalent. Halfway down. Wow. That if a person is a Balgaiva, then their dust will not move during the times of Tchias Amesim. We're going to discuss that a little bit at the bottom. I'm greater than you, but that is like. Yeah. Well, the we Maklokas between. Adam, so yeah. if Shad is anything greater than you, then, then but if. You have to feel, you the have pshat to feel is not is not that I'm greater than you. The pshat is that I'm great. It's not that I'm greater than you. I am great. I, I'm amazing, and yeah, I'm amazing, and therefore I should I should motivate myself to do more. I've spoken to my rabbi about this extensively, and I don't, we don't really have time for this, but it's a really big issue. No, 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 no. I'm going to say it now because it's important. It should be recorded. One of my rabbis said that in our generation, we are emotionally so insecure and unstable that we should not focus too much on humility because we're not good at threading the needle on what it means to be an honor. This is what you said. It's not about depression. It's not about being crushed. It's about knowing that your kochos are not yours. They come from somewhere else. You are provided with whatever tools you have. You have no control over what tools you have and what tools you don't have. I'm good at some things and I am not good at other things. It's just what it is. But we're not good at threading that needle. And he cautioned at the big, big, big push of becoming Mr. Humble. It doesn't mean we don't have an avoda here. We just have to be careful in our avoda. He was kind of cautioning. So that's what the Gemara says, that our Rahman al-Litzlan, that the dirt, after a person dies, that the dirt won't be moved. If we're a gasos and we're alive, then that's a big problem. And it doesn't say those who are resting in the afar, those who are neighbors with the dust, what does that mean? A person who makes themselves a neighbor of dirt when they are alive. This is the Pasuk we say, and it's not a Pasuk, the tefillah that we say, My nefesh should be like the afar. Why? Because if my nefesh is like the afar, then I'll be zochet to We should put a little chukchik in our notes and our in our sitter. This is our our one of our daily reminders that we want to be a part of the good side of history and not a part of the bad side of history. When a person is gasos aruch, Kadosh Baruch is wailing about that person. is different than people. When we're talking about people, people who are of a very high stature, they see others who are like them and a very high stature, but but those who are super great, they don't appreciate lowly people, they don't appreciate people who are in lesser circumstances than they are. is not like that. Who is tremendously great. Obviously, he doesn't need our accolades, but he's able to see those who are more lowly. Remember, he came down to Harsinai. He came down to the Snit, smaller trees, smaller mountains. says, You and I can't share this space. I can't be in the same place as you. As the Pasuk says, that I will destroy that person. 
And not osolo uchal, altikri osolo, altikri oso elito. And let's read that second half of the Pasuk again. A person with big eyes, a person with a big heart. I can't be with that person. That's the taich in the Pasuk. And Ika Damasnila, that this Pasuk is really not talking about Govainaim, but rather Damasnila Amasapri Lashanar, because the Pasuk says, it's talking about So the Pasuk is seemingly talking about Lashanara, but the first approach uh, understood that pasuk as gova lev, and the second approach to understood it as lashnaro. Amar Rav Alexandri, Kaladim Shesh Bagatzas Rach Bilurach Kima Ocharto. These people are super fragile. We know this to be true. The people who are big bali gaiva are the most insecure people in the room, bar none. It's always like that. And the tiniest little insult that comes in their direction, they can't handle handle it all. Bilurach Kima Ocharto. It's going to anger them. The tiniest little thing. Shnei Bar Hashem Ki Yam Nigrash. <laughs> what is it about a yam and a rasha that are similar? Yam so there's a lot of water. And ruach kima ocharto. And when it's windy out, you can have massive waves. You can create a ripple. Says the Gemara, we only have a little bit of blood in our bodies. Of course, we're going to be super fragile. So it's usually that's the case. When you see someone who's super fragile, they, uh, they're also usually also baligaiva. They try to build themselves up. It usually doesn't work. It doesn't work. This is a little bit, Charlie, what you were talking about before. You need an eighth of an eighth of Gasus Haruach. So people shouldn't push you around. You have to have a spine. You have to be strong enough to stand up to people. You have to make sure you're not uh, you know, bending over backwards for the rich and not helping the poor. Like That's not nice. You have to have a little bit. You can't be thrown around. There's a rub. You have to be treated properly. So if you're a Talmud Chacham, you need to have a little bit of gaiva. Amar Afun, the of Yeshua, Uma'atraleh, Kisasa the Shibulta, a little bit of a reference to the earlier Gemara that we saw. It's a little bit of this accolade that just like the, the wheat on the top has the Shibolas, the bristles that are sticking out on the right and left side, protruding at a slight upward angle, that would be similar to what the what the Talmud Chacham is like. He holds himself in a certain regard. Amarava, and it, and if you don't do a good job, Vishamta the Isle, he'll be put into Khairim if he has too much of it. And Uvishamta the Lesle, he'll also be put into Khairim if he doesn't have enough. Again, it's very it's a hard space to live in. It is a hard space to live in. Amarav Nachman. I disagree. You, as a Tamil Chacham, should be afar mamish. You should have no gaiva at all. How much more ammunition do you need when the Torah calls it abominable? You're like, I'll take an eighth of an eighth. That's completely incongruent. It, it either is okay or it's not okay. There's no two ways about it. If you want to work on your davening, a person has to if they want their, uh, uh, the only way your tefillah is going to be heard is if you treat yourself like basar, basar as opposed to adam. Basar is soft, adam is hard. When we talk about a, people approaching a Kodesh Baruch Hu, it's yavo kol basar, not adama. By basar we have, and there is healing, but we don't have that. Adam Therefore, we should approach a Kodesh Baruch Hu as basar and not as adama. And the Gemara says, adam. what do the letters of adam stand for? Uh, it's afer, dam, and mara. We're talking about afer is ashes, dam is blood, mara is bile, things that break down food. And what about basar? Basar is busha, srucha, rima, not kishmak. Uh, busha is embarrassment, srucha is something that stinks, and rima is uh, rima vetole. It's uh, things that are, huh? Yeah, it's disgusting. And Ika de Amri, that the shin in Basar isn't srucha, because that's actually a sin, but rather Sheol, which is the bottomless pit of Gehenim, Bishin. That's actually written with the letter shin instead of, uh, or sorry, sin, but uh, yeah. Amar Abashi, last line on Hey Amar Aleph. 
he's going to become lower. As we turn to the top of him at base, we're going to go about two-thirds, maybe three-fourths of the way down. The Pasuk says, in regards to tzaras, normally we translate these as different types of tzaras. But here the Gemara says, the shorash of se'es is to bring things up, to elevate. Which is a raised up mountain. The language of sapachas, again, which we typically refer to in regards to tzaras, but here it's being used as a sniff, it's a secondary thing. Attach me unto one of the Kohanim, I'm secondary. So therefore, if there's seis, then you'll be sapachas. If there's an elevated stature in yourself, then you will become second. How wonderful are the people who are lowly before HaKadosh Baruch Hu. In the times when the Beis HaMikdash was around, if a person would bring an Ola, that's what he would be rewarded for. If we bring a Mincha, that was his reward. But a person who has a lowly nature to themselves, it's as if you brought every korban available. Shneemar zivchei elokim, plural ruach nishbara for those who have a broken spirit. Vilood, not only that, but you're also guaranteed if you are a shafal ruach el shein tefilas oni meses. Your tefilas will never be deemed disgusting. Shneemar leiv nishbara v'nitke elokim lo sivze. Kadosh Baruch will not be mevaze your tefilas. Anyone who is some or who places his path in this world, so the Gemara says, uh, then he will see the Yeshua of Kodesh Baruch Hu. What is some or Take a look at Rashi, eight lines down from the top. We've seen this before and elsewhere. Notice what this is not talking about. It's not talking about Averas. It's talking about mitzvos. So let's read it again. Mechashiv hefsid mitzvah. If I am measuring my loss for doing a mitzvah against the schar for doing a mitzvah, which is a very positive outlook on things. And that will bring a Kaddish Baruch Hu to be, bring us to see, to be Zoha Barabi Yeshua Those who place themselves on the path, they'll see the salvation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And I'll take Rivisam Ella Visham Derech. Nice play on words. Halfway down at the two dots, about 12 more lines to go. The Gemara says, Ketzad Mekana, like we had said in our Mishnah on Daf Beis, we had spoken about what Kinui is. Our Mishnah said to Altadabrim Ishploni, where a husband says to his wife, I know I'm, I, I'm catching a vibe here. From now on, you may not speak to this person, person X, whoever they may be. So says the Gemara, Hagufa Kasha, we have a problem. Amris, you said in our Mishnah that the definition of kinui is Omar la bifne shnayim. The husband says to the wife in front of two people, Al tadabri im I don't want you talking to this person anymore. Alma, what does that imply? Dibur stirahu, that the language is proper language of stira, meaning it's bond, binding language, something really happened. But vahadar tani, but then the Mishnah writes that dibra imo adain muters lebeis muters lechobachuma. You're right that kinui is part of the process. Kinui, stira, nitma. I understand. But seemingly the kinui really didn't matter. Almadi were lav klumi, lo klumi. So therefore, Amar Avaye, no, hachikama. We need to have a uh, correct shot here. Al tadabri, if a husband says to the wife, you're not allowed to speak to this person, and vidibra, and she spoke to him. Or she says, he says to her, Al Tadabri, don't speak to this person, and Vinista Ravalo Klum, and they were alone, but nothing else happened, supposedly. 
or Altistari vidibra imo, and or she says Altistari instead of Altidri, don't be alone. And she spoke to him. In all of these cases, Adain muteris la besa, u muteris la echobatruma. However, Nichnesa imo the besa seisa risha soktetuma. If in fact, this woman after Kinui went into a private room with this man and she was with him, Kedetuma, which we, as we've described is a very short amount of time, the amount of time for there to be Ha'ara, then Asur Lebesa of Asur Lecho Betruma. But that wouldn't have happened without the Kinui. You're right. The Kinui in and of itself won't limit the woman from being uh, being able to be with her current husband. But if she goes into Stir Bechdetuma, then she's a Sota and she's no longer allowed to be alone with her husband. We'll stop right here, about 12 lines or so from the bottom and pick up a Mir Sashem tomorrow night with a blot and a half. Here is the schedule just for your own knowledge. Um, today's Monday. So tomorrow night is Tuesday. We're going to do a blot and a half. Wednesday, nothing. Uh, Thursday, blot and a half. No. To even up. Why not Thursday? It's um, in the afternoon. In the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, just like Shabbos. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna we're not gonna learn Wednesday, but in order to hop up the extra blot, we're gonna it's like Shabbos. So we'll do tomorrow night is blot and a half. Thursday is blot and a half, and then we're caught up. Friday and Shabbos one blot each, and then Sun. And then Sunday and Monday are Erev Yontif. I'll do a blot and a half each of those days and I'll figure out the rest of the schedule. But I'll be posting a blot and a half each day, Sunday, Monday. When does Yontif start? Tuesday night? Yeah. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, I'll do a blot and a half. And then after Yontif, we'll do a blot and a half again. Then we'll be all cut up. Ruvain Handler will be subbing starting on Sunday for those who want in-person shiurim. What's after Yontif? Thursday night or Friday? I'll probably post on Friday. Probably post oh, Friday morning. Yeah. Well, I some uh, the Antif lets out late. Um, we'll see. I'll see. How, I don't know. I'll see how the learning goes. I have no idea. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. Maybe we'll do it Thursday. I'll keep you all posted. Wishing you all a beautiful night.